everybody, and welcome to episode 239 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live on Facebook, live on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. But as always, the podcast is available for your downloading pleasures at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast, also available on iTunes. And while you're there, five-star rate and review. I love reading these reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That's you guys. Also available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts, you can find it. And wherever you do, please, five-star rate and review. I got a, a an email from Bilt Bar. I didn't look at it yet. I'm sure it's a sale. I'm sure I'm not supposed to tell you about it, but whatever. There's going to be a sale the next couple of days. I don't I don't know what it is. Go over to BiltBar.com. Use code Podcast. Save yourself 10% off your order. And a lot of times that is on top of what, you know, the sale already is. So always put that code in at the end to save the maximum amount of money. Again, uh, Podcast over at BiltBar.com. Sale away coffee will just be 10%. But it is 10% off of the best pod, uh, not the best pod, This the best nitro brew out there. I almost said the best podcast. I almost got through the beginning and the, the ads without messing up. I think one, I think it's, we're, it's with 239 episodes in, I think I'm getting there. I think we're going to finally get there one day. I, that's what I, but it, is it a keep moving forward podcast if I don't mess something up in the beginning? I don't think so. I digress. Um, so go to sailawaycoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. Save yourself 10% off your order. Really good uh, nitro brew. I actually got to order myself some. Uh, I'm out. And, um, yeah, it goes goes great with a cigar. So if anybody's looking to pick up that habit, get yourself some nitro brew at sailawaycoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10, and you'll save 10% off that order. John Ziegler's comedy special is live on YouTube. To get that link, go to his Instagram page. Give him a follow while you're there. John Ziegler comedy. The link is in the bio. Definitely check out his comedy special if you haven't already. We got to get John on the podcast. Um, We're working on that next time he's in New York on a Monday. Uh, I want to have him live in the studio. One, because the studio is, is... I will break the fourth wall here. It's half my bedroom. Um, I record this in my my apartment, and John hasn't seen my new place yet, so um, we'll probably get dinner at the embassy and then uh, do a little podcast. So there's there's that. So what's new with me? Uh, Today is 36 straight days of tracking. Uh, The good, the bad, the cake-like things. I'm tracking everything that I'm eating, and... You know, uh, even when it's a shit show, I'm, I'm tracking it, you know, and I think that's important. It's, it's developing the, the healthy habits that, you know, I was lacking. I did not have any structure really for a while. Obviously, if you've seen my Instagram pictures, you see me balloon up nicely over these last year and a half. Um, but the 36 days straight. And, you know, I lost this week. I gained last week over the birthday weekend. There was no points. I tracked everything, and I don't think uh, WW um, has uh, a spot for four digits in in the points. But um, 
Anyway, it, it's, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I gained off my birthday week. I lost this week. I've tracked for 36 straight days. I am not losing what I want to lose at this point. But again, that's that's where I am. You know, here I am. I'm almost really, I'm just really getting my bearings back with this. Um, I'm not where I want to be with my journey. And this is a story of everything lately. And I don't want to go down that whole road again and then make a mishmash of it. It is what it is. Um, I'm happy about it. And that the 36 days I lost this week, look at the positives. I don't really want to go into a whole uh, diatribe on that whole stuff. Um, I'm just looking at the positives here. You know, the weekends have been harder because I'm trying to do this thing where I eat like at my brothers and eat what they cook because I'm trying to like normalize food. You know, I don't think if you don't have a problem with food and you're not a food addict. Maybe you don't understand that, you know, um, it's tough. Like when all you think about is food and that's your go to and you don't drink, you don't do drugs, but you like to eat. And, you know, it's tough. It, it is. And I'm trying to not put food on that pedestal. So, you know, I talk a lot with my friend Tracy Carnazzo, who, by the way, sent me the best, most touching birthday card and gift today. She really is um, a special person. Definitely go follow her, Trixie Tuzini. Listen to her Trash Talk podcast. I have Teen Mom, Catfish, 90 Day Fiance. Um, give her a follow and listen to her podcast as well. So I was, I, she always says, like, you know, no, eat at your brother's. Do, you know, normalize it. And that's what I'm trying to do. Um, so I'm not trying to, so I do go over a little more of my points on the weekends. I weigh in on Monday. So I was actually toying with the idea of moving my weigh in day to the day I go to the workshops just to kind of like, you know, give myself that couple of days after the weekend that I'm, you know, back to the grind to get those losses in, you know, instead of like, you know, I don't know what happens by Wednesday and you know, I don't weigh in again. I've tried to weigh in just once a week and not step on that scale in between and drive myself crazy. Um, just, I'm not, I'm not trying to go over the same things I've gone over to death um, in these 239 episodes. I'm just trying to be, just trying to be more mindful. Um, I'm going to try harder to be more mindful. That's, that's really what I'm, what I'm saying here. Um, but I am enjoying the weekends. Um, you know, it's it's fun. Oh, you know, we always have a good time at my brother's house. This weekend, my brother actually was away, so I cooked for myself on Friday. It's Yankee Red Sox this weekend, so I met my dad at the lounge after dinner, and we watched the game. Um, I don't want to get into the, the Yankees right now. Um, it's not a sports show, so we don't have to. But we will talk about Derek Jeter in a little while, but that's besides the point. Uh, it's different. You'll, you'll see how it plays in. Um, so Friday, I fended for myself. Sun, Saturday, my dad was at the lounge just telling me, oh, maybe I'll smoke ribs or something like that. I'm like, awesome. Who doesn't like smoke ribs? And then he texted me about 10 o'clock um, when I was still just, when I was getting out of bed. And he was like, hey, if you don't mind, we can get some takeout or something tonight. And I'm like, awesome. Whatever you want to do, I'm just... You know, we hang in and we'll eat, whatever. And we ended up getting Caesar salads from Umberto's. And I've talked about it on here. I posted about it, that it is um, 
my favorite, my favorite pizza place. And I love the salads from Umberto's. I, I really do. They're, they're absolutely delicious. But again, I was like, as much as I wanted pizza from there, I got the salad. Now, I love the salads, and I didn't want to go down a bad path with pizza. And I kind of just, that just negates everything I was saying before. I kind of sound like a hypocrite. I'm not depriving myself, and I'm not trying to be a hypocrite, but something told me, like, I don't know, like, I felt like if I had pizza that night, it would have been a free-for-all. You know, I know the salad's amazing. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let me eat this salad and see how I feel afterwards. Am I, like, thinking about pizza because I'm hungry and I know the pizza's there is good or do I really want pizza? And the test is always, like, you know, eat that. I, I had the salad and I said to myself, listen, I really want pizza. If after I eat the salad and I really want pizza, I'll stop on the way down to the lounge and I'll get a slice of pizza. To, to to satisfy the craving. Um, so I ate the salad. I was full and I was good. That was it. I didn't think about pizza the rest of the night. So it was that was really my brain just knowing the fact that the salad was coming from the place the pizza was at Umberto's, that this was that salad's being made, there's pizza in the oven. That, that just was in my head. Um, so I had to make the best decision for myself at that time to stay on track. And I felt I did, and I was happy with myself. I went to the lounge. I watched the Yankees. They actually won Saturday night. They lost again Sunday, dropped two out of three to the Red Sox, and the season is not going the way I thought it was. So we'll we'll shift gears a little bit here and talk about uh, what what I've been watching this last week. Let's... Actually, the last few weeks, because it was a seven-part series. It was the, and it's been motivating me a lot. And I always like to throw in, like, what's motivating me, different things, like pro wrestling or, you know, movies or something. But here it was, The Captain, the ESPN series about Derek Jeter. It was a seven-part series. If you have ESPN, try to go back and watch it. Even if you're not a Yankees fan, I, I think you'll... Enjoy it and get something out of it. Um, You know, but Derek Jeter. It's funny, you know, year after year, we watch Old Timers Day with my dad. And we would make fun of him that he would cry like during Old Timers Day. And like the first, (laughs) the first Yankees Old Timers Day, they had something with the 96 championship team. I was like a baby. You know, Uh, and I, I cried through these seven episodes of the captain. I literally one. I was a mess. I had to watch it home alone, you know, and it's just because it brings up a lot of good memories. Um, you know, baseball is that kind of sport. I think more than anything else. You know, if you watch field of dreams, you'll kind of get what that means. Uh, and so, and Jeter was also the first player that like I latched onto from day one. Like, that was my guy. My favorite player growing up was Don Mattingly, but he was already, like, you know, established by the time I was watching baseball, and he had kind of gotten hurt by that time already. So, like, it wasn't, you know, Jeter was the guy. You know, I remember when he came up, I was, like, in high school, and this was, I was, like, this, you know, a lot of things were being said about him. He was supposed to be, like, the next great shortstop. 
And, you know, I didn't know the history about him. You just hear, like, little things. But the captain got into it. And, you know, he was a kid from Kalamazoo, Michigan, that was not supposed to be the Hall of Fame shortstop of the New York Yankees. And what I found, like, most interesting was he said the first time, like, he won a championship was the World Series in 1996. Now, usually, like, you know, these guys who are great athletes, they win, like, and even in high school, um, in college, you know, I, I or even get, get to a championship or win something. You know, I was in high school uh, when Amos Zaraway was was in Mepham. I went to Mepham High School in, in Belmore, Long Island, and Amos Zaraway was there. He actually played for uh, the Steelers, the Patriots, and then the Raiders. And so I got to watch two seasons of his. And when you watch a player like that that's going to be a professional, first of all, they built differently than the normal people. And he literally just ran up and down the field like no one could stop him. Now, we, you know, Met never won a championship, but, like, we got to one, and we got to the playoffs, but Jeter said he never won until, you know, he was in the major leagues. He made, he, self-admittedly was horrible his first couple of years. He made a lot of errors. But he never gave up. Like, he, his dream from when he was a kid was to be the shortstop of the Yankees. If you, you know, you watch this, so I don't want to give, I'm not going to give the whole thing away, but you know, his grandparents lived in New Jersey. He would spend summers there and he was a huge Yankee fan. And that was his dream was to be the center field, be the shortstop for the New York Yankees. Kind of manifested it to happen. I mean, he put the work in. No one, I think, worked harder than this guy. And it was, it was very, very inspiring to, to watch, to watch his story. And to rewatch the old, the old highlights and memories that you know did make me very teary eyed as I'm as I'm watching these things and reliving it again, you know, like the night the Yankees won the World Series in '96. I remember the whole night. You know, my my parents my, had their friends over. My mother invited everybody over the house because he wanted my father, she wanted my father to be home. For that game and the Yankees won the World Series. It was game six. And my brother was out. But like as the game was close and got later, he came home. He had to be home, he said. And when they won, like he just came in and tackled me. He just like, you know, and I remember just like, it was, it's one of the best feelings I ever had. I mean, honest, you know, honest, it's a memory that I'll always have, you know, celebrating that first world championship that I saw from the Yankees because the Yankees is more than just a baseball team in my family. You know, we we're all big Yankee fans and it's, it's kind of how like we bond and we come together, you know, it's what guys do. You, you talk about sports teams and the Yankees is our team. You know, um, my dad's a Yankee fan and we became Yankee fans. My brother's kids are Yankee fans now. So it's that whole thing like from, from generation to generation. And I remember like, before the Yankees Braves World Series, we had gotten word that my my dad's friend was building teepees in his in his garage with his kids to put on our front lawn if the Braves won. So my father's like, "Let's go toilet paper his house." So there we were, toilet paper in this guy's house. We are the champions, playing, drinking beer. It it was awesome. 
it was really uh, an amazing night, and I got to see, you know, a three-peat after that. They won again in, in 2009. So under Derek, Jr., Derek Jeter's reign, five World Series. And a lot of lean years, too, as far as, like, you know, losing in the playoffs first round, second round. Um, it was It was tough, you know, watching that stuff. I just didn't know, like, you know, the looking back on it, like, how how was it then? Like, you know, how did it affect me? And it did it. I, I had all those feelings again. I was this is angry and mad, especially when they showed 04 when they came, when the Red Sox came back to beat them. Those old hurt feelings came back again. So, anyway, a lot goes into the Yankees and, and Derek Jeter. But what I got out of it was this guy. I mean, I don't want to give away the series or anything. But what I got out of it was this guy's determination never to quit, never to give up. You know, no matter how bad things got, he fought even harder. You know, people always say, oh, this guy's lucky. He could, you know, he got this and he was a, he's a millionaire now. No, but he had to work for that. You know, and the thing that, that makes me most mad is that people always say, and it's mostly Mets fans and Red Sox fans, that Derek Jeter was overrated. That if he played on any other team, he wouldn't be as great as he is. You know what? I don't go by ifs. I go by what is. He didn't want to play on any other team. He wanted to be a New York Yankee. And one of the greatest things he said was in this, you know, people always go about like stats and everything. He goes, I don't worry about stats. He goes, the stat I care about is we won. You know, we won the most championships. And that's a winning mentality. That's a team mentality. And when you play sports, that's what it's about. And again, that's what he cared about. He cared about winning. No, it's not necessarily to have the best stats. So how does that relate to anything you're doing? So think about that. Do you have to have the best, you know, the best day, (laughs) the best, you know, meal? You know, today I said I made a boring dinner. I made chicken, potatoes, and broccoli. Very, it's it's nothing to it. It's very anybody can make it. Do I like that? Yes, I do. It's it's delicious. You know, it's it's helping my journey. Now, is it like the greatest meal ever cooked? No. So the stats there are not like off the charts, but it's it's the thing that's going to help us win. You know, that's that's what I'm kind of like, you know, putting, you know, the, the, the kind of comparison there. Yeah. Sometimes you can't always make the, the best food or, you know, whatever, but it's it's not it's not about that. It's about doing something that's going to help you along the way, no matter what that is. With exercise, you know, people like to walk. Walking's not like, you know. You don't see people making walking videos, you know, like in the gym where they're making gym videos, lifting weights and this and that. They got soundtracks in the background. But that walk is just as important to your journey as that weightlifting or, you know, is to theirs. It doesn't always have to be, you know, um, showboating. If That's a bad way to put it. But And I, I think, you know, and I'm guilty of it too. Instagram, I use Instagram to, to you know, a lot. 
and to promote things. And this podcast actually is being on, is on Instagram right now. But I think we we get a little ahead of ourselves and we try to, to you know, with everything we post, that every meal we have has to be extravagant and it has to be, you know, the greatest thing ever. Look at this. I've made cauliflower uh, hamburgers and stuff, whatever, you know, but that's not, you don't have to show off with everything. You can actually just make chicken and veggies, be happy with it, call it a night, go to bed. Um, it doesn't have to be a six course meal every night. And it doesn't have to be something that's plated, you know, beautifully. It could just be something that's going to help you get to that next part of your journey. And, uh, you know, I, I I I love to take these comparisons, and I love to 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 be like, okay, listen, you got to you, you look at Jeter and what he did. You know, Jeter, yes, he played for the Yankees, which is a historic franchise, and doesn't get more glitz and glamour than New York. But if you listen to how he talked to the media, if you listen how he dealt with the media, it was very cliche, very just you know straightforward answers. He didn't, you know. Um, didn't divulge too much to them. And he actually said, it's funny thing, he said, if I, there was cameras when I played, my career would have been four years. And I'm thinking about that, like, you know, with people with weight loss journeys. I think, you know, I know myself, I've come on here many times and I've made these announcements and I've made these grand gestures and I'm doing this and I'm going to do that. And then I don't do it. And I feel like a fool. And it makes me want to hide. And, and not do this. I got to kind of have the approach to where like, no, maybe don't share everything. Keep some things close to the vest. Like I do with my weigh-ins. I don't divulge that anymore. I used to, I used to stress and have like, you know, such anxiety about posting a gain. I remember one week I didn't even want to do this podcast. This is a while. This is going back a while ago. Um, I had gained like a, a, a large amount one week, and I didn't, you know, I, I didn't think I knew why. And I was talking to I mentioned Tracy before on the way home, and I'm like, I'm not doing the podcast. I'm not doing it. I'm not getting on there and talking about this. And she was like, Well, then don't don't talk about it, but do the podcast. So that's pressure that I could take off myself. So weigh-ins stay close to the vest. I treat those like Jeter treated the media. But seriously, though, if you if you can, check out the seven-part series. Um, I cried my whole way through it, especially the the championship episodes, and then the last one when they're showing his last game ever as a Yankee. Oh my god. I thought, you know, you think I was bad during This Is Us. How about Derek Jeter um, getting the game-winning hit in his last game ever at Yankee Stadium in extra innings? And just the whole thing, the narration leading up to it. Oh, my God, it was awesome. I slept like a baby that night. Nothing like, you know, a meltdown than going to sleep. <laughs> anyway, so... You know, what I'm taking away, uh, uh, things I'm thinking about and I'm going to toy with, changing my weigh-in day to Wednesday. They go to the workshop. 
I don't want to weigh in in person um, because I go at, at five o'clock at night and I, I'm not, I don't want that stress of like, you know, eating during the day and worrying about that. Cause again, I think we've all had that, you know, when you weigh in at night and you get crazy with what, you know, what you're eating. Um, so if I do that, I'll still keep the day. I'll still keep the weigh in in the morning. Um, just switching up a little bit to see maybe if I'll have more consistent losses, you know, by doing that. So it's just something to try. So maybe next week that we'll give that a go, or maybe I'll weigh in again on Wednesday and put that in the books and uh, see what, what happens with that. A lot to think about, but it doesn't all have to figure it out tonight. Other than that, it's going to be a good rest of the week. Um, I'm a big cigar fan, as you guys know that, and uh, one of my favorite companies, Drew Estate, is doing an event at Matador on Thursday, so I'll be there for that. And then it's just a regular week. Just, you know, making the good decisions. Like the podcast says, we always keep moving forward. Onward and upward, that's right. I want to thank everybody who joined us over on Instagram, everybody who joined us on Facebook Live, everybody at home listening on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 239 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. As always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash Podcast, as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, five-star rate and review. I love reading these reviews. I love sharing on social media, bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That's you guys. Check it out. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. It's available on iTunes. And while you're there, he's got a new band called Demon Scar. They're releasing music like crazy. Check them out. Demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs this summer. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother I heard the plug on the show. And then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Not because it's named after me. It really is that good. Give it a try. Finsdeli.com. Once again, thank you to everybody on Instagram, everybody on Facebook, everybody at home on your podcast devices. Thank you so much for tuning into episode 239. Have a good week, and I will talk to you later. Yeah.